Fallen! All right, all right. Everybody take a seat, grab a drink. Let's get this show started. All right, three, two, and motherfucking one. Welcome to our New Year's motherfucking special. 2020, we survived it, and we survived it uh, with a bunch of friends and a bunch of people that are going to be on today's episode. Um, they are on mute right now. They are in their cages. They've been, uh, you know, yes, we have them locked up. They're they're ready to roar. Um, I've been, Is that how you get people on the I, I've, I've been feeding them pure gasoline, uh, JP8, all day. So they're, they're fueled up. They're fueled up. They're ready to roll. Ready to rock and roll. So first of all, let me start by introducing, uh, and you guys might remember some of these people from our past episodes. Uh, first, I'm going to start off with my uh, battle buddy, Albert Badoy. He was on the Bigfoot episode and uh, the at that moment, 1950, so where you got to talk about rockabilly and all the cool uh, styles of the 50s. What's up, Albert? Hey, what's going on? Glad to be back. Glad to be uh, on the another show here with all these extra other heroes that we're on other thanks for the invite yeah of course man uh you're still a non-believer in bigfoot still a non-believer man spent about uh 28 days this september in uh in the woods and nothing and i didn't see nothing i mean i had some strange occurrences happen but uh you know it could have been bigfoot but still i don't believe it aliens maybe um, yeah, you know what? There has been a, uh, reported aliens where I was actually elk, hunk, elk hunting, uh, so it could have been aliens. More than more than big feet, huh? More than big feet, yeah. Big feet, because feet is for plural. plural. Or oh, would it be footus? Oh, black footus. <laughs> foot yeah. eye. Foot eye. Foot eye. <laughs> Anybody else here believe in Bigfoot, or have any opinions on that dude? Go ahead. Bigfoot is real. <gasps> mm. Shell Bell believes in Bigfoot, apparently. She raised her yeah, hand. Yeah, I believe in Bigfoot. Why? How is how could there not be a Bigfoot, Sam? Have you seen all those home videos? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. There was a phone video from 1950, I believe. That's the most famous uh, iPhone footage we have, right? I think it was 1959. So that was, the, I mean, you're right. It's, it's well, we've proven it here. Plus, has anybody seen Harry and the Hendersons? I mean, hello. Yeah, yeah. that was an awesome documentary. We talked about that, that uh, with Albert. Documentary. Yeah, that is an American classic. <laughs> I think but, um, Badoy found Bigfoot, and he's like covering for him. Like, yeah, I uh, legit. <laughs> by the way, Albert, <laughs> I don't know. I think Bigfoot is just a panda that got out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys ever watch the Eddie Murphy? Uh, which I think was uh, raw or delirious, actually, where he talks about his aunt Linda. She was just a Bigfoot that his uncle shaved down and taught her, <laughs> <laughs> taught her how to speak. Yeah, so maybe. Um, so, all right, moving on, guys. Next, we have the gorgeous uh, Joanna Sweats. Oh, how you doing, Joanna? Hi. You look all festive. I am in front of my tree. I would be on my patio, but it's so cold. And super happy too. I am. <laughs> I am. By the way, going back to Albert is uh, I'm gonna you know tell everybody's mo or not necessarily mos but you know branch of service. So Arbor was in army artillery. Mm -hmm. Joanna is and you can't say former not was she is a marine. 
Um, so uh, you were on our Fort Hood special, by the way. It's still by far right now uh, from all the seasons, season one and the two. The most controversial. Not only that, but the most listened to. We yeah. have. Uh, and it was, it was like not yeah. even the easiest to listen to as far as like sound. And so people had to really like pay attention to right. listen to yeah, it. Yeah, because we had we had issues with our with our it, it wasn't even that bad that you could hear it. I was able to to fix it. It just came out really low, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was again, and I forgot about this. It was a controversial, like you mentioned, episode. We talked about Fort Hood and you know Vanessa Guillen and the disappearance and all the different you know, um, murders and, and the things when that were going on. When you're looking for one murdered person and you and find, you find three. Three other and you keep on burying more yeah. murdered people. Yeah. Like, oh, they were able. So that one yeah. was the first one where we actually named a whole fort. The this yeah. honorable mention, and normally it's just like one, like a killer or something. Uh, but yes, still one of the most controversial and most listened to most shows, popular. which means season three, uh, we're going to talk about. Do I get royalties? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, once I start edible. making something. <laughs> yeah. You, you get a fourth of his edible. Yes. <laughs> well, that for... makes me very happy. I thought people would really hate me. So I, no, no. <laughs> coming uh, back on, uh, on this new year's special. Uh, next we've got another, uh, battle buddy of mine, Conrique infantry, uh, United States army. Dressed to impress today, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Bernie? Full hua today. Full hua. Yeah, you went full hua. I'm I'm great, by the way. Yeah, awesome. You look great. You look right. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So you, you were look on... like an Iraqi that found a uniform, <laughs> <laughs> and you take it back. To you the... know what? You know what? I I I would I would actually survive in Iraq. I like to just take the uniform off, beat up one guy, take his clothes, and I would blend in. So you, he's got, so everybody knows he's got like a lime green wall background, and then he's yeah, got a I think um, it's teal. Uh, or teal, whatever. Uh, yeah, it helps with PTSD. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. is that oh. for real? Or are you? No. Are you fucking? Yes. Up? Yes, it's for real. It's oh, real. So oh. now we can't talk shit. Damn it. That's all right. I'll no, he just very weird. sensitive to that. Uh, I don't think it's real. Wait, you got PTSD? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Just yeah, kidding. No. I, I love it. <laughs> Just joking. Oh, Just joking. Uh, I've got brain damage. Listen, um, the flag though behind you, I, I get it. It's beautiful. It's signed by by a bunch of your your fellows, and I get it. You know, uh, uh, it's it probably means a lot to you. So I'm not gonna talk shit about it, but it's a little wrinkly. <laughs> It's just a little wrinkly. Well, you know what? It's been packed away for a very long time, and I finally broke it out, like, maybe about two months ago, yeah. and just to throw it up to unwrinkle it. Two months ago, more than enough time to iron it, but who am I? Who am I? Also, <laughs> hey, it's distinguished that way. It's, it's been to two and a half tours. Yeah. It's got signatures of, you know, guys that aren't even around anymore, you know, so I, guess I can't. Well, I knew that's what I was gonna say. I bet you were signed by dudes that are no longer around. I get it. You're a veteran. You lost friends. I get it. Oh it sucks. It sucks. Going to hell tonight. Yeah. Wait, I thought I was supposed to be the controversial one. You are. No, I am. <laughs> no, I bet I can be more than you are. Uh, I think I got you beat. I think I got you beat. Yes, I vote for all of you. Yes, Adam. None of you can be. Adam gets uh gets banned from Facebook all the time. 
<laughs> he gets little onesies and twosies here. Not the big 30-day band. Um, so moving on. Barlow, creator of Sergeant Low. Or I'm sorry, G.I. Low. Oh, G.I. Low. He happens to be a sergeant too. So and a drill sergeant too. Just former like, drill sergeant as of a month and a half ago. Well, what oh. wait, so G oh yeah, you're right. He left, right? No, no, no. So oh, Love's still on the trail. Um, oh. but uh his creator is off the trail. <laughs> oh, yeah. So are you going to do like we talked about? So first of all, he was on the, uh, you know, a motivation alley uh, where he talked about himself, his success, you know, his comic and his military career. Wild success. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned, hey, I, I think it's hilarious. Anytime you can hook up uh, with uh, Mark Baker, you know, that's that's awesome. So someone else you hooked us up with who is the creator of Private Murphy, for those of you that don't know. Um, Mario goes so fanboy for Miltoons. It's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, anytime. Plus, I want to see more of your comics. You shared a whole bunch no, of stuff I that have, you started. I have one that is like like one frame from being done, and I just haven't I've been lazy. But he well, did. no. True story. And to tie this back to um, you know Joanna's episode is I had an idea for a comic. I was like, okay, I, I want to do this. It's going to be very controversial, but I just need to get around to doing it. And then you wound up sharing it and i was like that's perfect it's the one where it's like uh i'm getting ready to be uh stationed in the most dangerous place oh kandahar it's like no uh fort hood that was the one i made right yeah yeah so and I, I was like i shared it and i was like I someone else it. got it so yeah. that that made its way to my page i was like you know what someone else beat me to the punch and it's funny i love it so that's awesome yeah it was the right amount of humor with that you know stick him in the gut still yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was going on at the time yeah so so yeah, so Pete, he also came out on one of our um, the Randy Craft, you know, the Randy Craft, the uh, Scorecard Killer, oh. right? Dishonorable mention again, the lamest name for a serial killer ever. But I, I do like Randy Craft. I mean, if he wasn't a serial killer slash airman, I think he'd be a good porn star. Randy right. Craft, that's a porn name. Yeah, and by the way, yes, it was an airman that was murdering people, and also for you Marines, he was murdering Marines out in San Diego. Just so you know, a little airman. The only what time in human history that in the 70s, he was like doing it. He was, yeah, he was in the Bay Area at the same time the Zodiac Killer was doing his thing. And I was just kind of like marveling. It's like the only time in history an airman has ever taken down several Marines. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of drinking and a lot of roofies. And it's it was probably, yeah, after we <laughs> crowned and we were having fun. We weren't on alert. Well, I mean, I've been roofied once, so I know. Oh my God! Oh, you know you're not wrong because it did say that he would wait till they were nice and drunk. Um, the thing with the scorecard killer, though, is that he would stuff socks up their butts. <laughs> yeah, no. I was researching that at yeah, I was researching uh, the the whole episode while I was at work. So you know, um, active duty drill sergeant. I'm just sitting in my computer like socks up the butt. Oh, yeah. oh, you, his name is. The lamest, the scorecard killer, which again makes him sound like he plays mini golf, and his mo is socks up the butt. And I was just like, this is just the lamest killer ever. It's a funny well, episode, though. No, because he he's not just <laughs> stuffing socks up people's butts. He's putting on the sock first. <laughs> well, at least he was using protection back in the seventies. Yeah, that was, that was his protective shield, and then it came yeah. off. That happens sometimes. Well, my favorite detail about Randy Kraft um, was the fact that he's still on death row. The guy's still alive. Um, and uh, he plays bridge with other serial killers on death row. So, again, I just wanted to imagine this kind of like Golden Girls situation, but with serial killers. <laughs> that is hilarious. 
So the reason why he put uh, socks up people's butts, by the way, just so everybody knows, because, you know, I'm not trying to defend this guy, but I'm just saying <laughs> he knew that when somebody dies, they defecate, right? They lose all control. Yeah, you he, didn't yourself. Want, he didn't want that shit all over, literally that shit all over his car, because that's normally where he did it. And so that's, he was just being, he was just a, a little prepared airman. That's all. He was looking out for the resale value of his car. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so he literally taxed his freedom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so moving on. Next, we've got Keeping Bell Bell. Hey guys, what's up? Not much, are you? Good, just chilling with my dog, trying to drink my moonshine. Oh, what kind of moonshine you got? It's apple pie. Ooh, that's a gift. Good. That looks good in a in a mason jar. From Crystal. Crystal's mason. Is that really from her though? That mason jar? Yeah, that's totally Crystal's mason jar. I had to transfer it from my friend's mason jar because it was his wedding mason jar. They were carrying it in their poop in their pooper. (laughs) No. I know that's supposed to be a cinnamon stick in there and like like a piece of lime up there, but that looks like like a what was that? What was that dude? Yeah, it looks like a floater. It looks like (laughs) what's that guy from in Living Color? (laughs) No, you had a pickle jar. Yeah. Anyways, that's what that looks like. It looks like you, yeah. And then you put the lid back on it. Your, your piss bottle with poop in it. That's what it looks like. Why you put the lid on it? You're trying to drink it. Yeah, enjoy that drink. By the way, well, we'll get into what everyone's drinking right now once we're done. Let's uh, move on. Thanks, Shelly, for for coming on. And uh, last but not least, we've got Adam Chavez, Mr. Adam Chavez. How you doing? Another another Marine. Oh, by the way, Shelly, Army. Uh, National Guard still in, so she can't be too naughty. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. Understandable. Hey, everybody, you know, just another Marine, you know, by choice, not like the Army where they had no choice. I don't know what that means, but go ahead, sir. Well, you know, I'm just an asshole. I've been on a couple of different uh, episodes. I did the Waffle Stomp episode. Yes. Uh, I did. What? <laughs> what is, by the way? Waffle Stomping? Who doesn't know what Waffle Stomping is? I mean, no. Yeah. Okay, so waffle stopping is, is, a, is a term when somebody takes a shit in the shower and rather than get out of the shower and clean it, they, they stomp it down the drain hole, i.e. the waffle stomp. Get it? Oh. Get it, Crystal? Must it be with me. Crystal. That no, must no, be that's just a boy thing because I've never. No, it's a disgusting thing. <laughs> I've had to do it. I really have. Not in our shower. I, I have never done that in my lifetime. Uh, Part of it in Iraq, a couple guys in the showers there. Yes, I had to. I could not make it out. Did you just poop in a toilet? It was no. They, well, they, you're already in the shower, bro. Yeah, that had, warm water it yeah. flushes it out. And 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 the toilets were not in the same um uh what do you call it uh, trailers as the showers. I, you had to leave the shower trailer to go to the toilet trailer. It was a separate trailer, and so I was literally already you know wet, and I. I, as soon as I try to step out, I was like, I'll just step out real quick, put on my shorts and shirt and just run over. Nope. As soon as I took a step outside, I was like, nope, I ain't going to make it. I had to come back in. Boom. There it was, baby. Wait, you guys had showers? But never that close a call. <laughs> this guy. Short trailers. I mean, less showers, more like trailers. Yeah. You guys had trailers? <laughs> well, I, had a, I had a half-blown down building that used to be a palace with a big rocket hole in the middle of the roof. Wait, you had a palace? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a half a palace, 
with a big hole in the ceiling that had a, a you know rocket that came through it. Right. Well, the half that we didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> we had tents. Tents and trailers in the beginning. Actually, yeah. I can find there's a there's a YouTube uh, for a Iraqi uh, an Iraqi place called Baharia. I, I can find it. I'll send the link link to Mario. But it's the uh, it was the base that we were at. They had bombed it the fuck out, and it used to be a resort for Uday and Kusing. Oh, oh brothers. I love those guys. They had great uh, Olympic aspirations, I heard. Well, I was just speaking of dishonorable mentions. Yeah. Great motivators. I'm just saying that sometimes at Balad, the pool, you had to wear a black swimsuit. You couldn't have other colors. That was tough, right? At a pool? Yeah. yeah. Olympic tough. size. Yeah, but you, you could only wear, you could only use it certain times of the week, so that yeah. was hard. So. Huh? You had to like pull oh. your day. I remember on my Qatar deployment, we had a pool and a Chili's on base. <laughs> Chili's. Qatar. Isn't Qatar like the vacation place for everybody that's overseas? Absolutely. Right. First tour, 18 months. We didn't. I remember on a fob in Iraq in 2003, living in the outside. Was anyone else here at uh, Kandahar Army Airfield? Well, I was going to say, our big claim to fame was that we, our Pizza Hut kept getting blown up. Oh. It was, it was like, I like canned pizza. I know. It was like, it's like, you know, we can take our lives, but you'll never take our Pizza Hut. And they kept taking our Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's ironic. That's that. called motivation. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's like a sniper tactic right there. It's, it's demoralizing, you know? Yeah. There goes your dinner. Ha ha. No! <laughs> no more pepperoni. coffee. You would always have. You're not supposed to eat pork oh, anyway. <laughs> if they had taken our green beans, we would have declared like full out on holy war on that country. <laughs> not our coffee. That's funny. They kept blowing up your Pizza Hut, and when I eat Pizza Hut here, it, <laughs> I end up blowing up the toilet. Then he has to do a waffle. <laughs> I knew that. As long as you're at waffle stomping. So, yeah. so we, we literally way to call it back way to call it back we literally just got barely through the intro and we've already talked about waffle stomping uh <laughs> the butt i mean shit, it's we haven't even gotten to the gross group but anyways so real quick thank you guys for for joining us and coming on uh cheers what's everyone drinking by the way i'll go first real quick i am drinking obviously out of a freaking pitcher i've got a little uh, club soda with some uh, Let's Lingers whiskey, another uh, veteran-owned uh, company there, so supporting the bros. And when I'm done with that, I've got some uh, uh, what is that, Jim Beam little little Jim Beam uh, shot, shot bottles or whatever, just in case. Anyways, what do you guys got? I'm drinking uh, ginger beer. Ooh, ginger beer! I love it. He loves that. I'll go next since he said ginger. Uh, ginger ale and cook or ginger ale and whiskey. Ooh, <laughs> I was gonna say ginger lie. ale too. Lies. I'll be joining you once oh, the club soda is out. Is this whiskey? It is, but so is this. Oh yeah. The one that's um, in the spirit of Christmas, uh, I am drinking eggnog straight from the shop. It. Oh. <laughs> a la carte. I'm sober. Uh, pencil. Oh, very nice. Proud of you. Ooh, let me see that. Was that Joanna? 
Fancy soda. Fancy soda. Fancy. Yeah. I have to Sparkling I'm water. I have to pick and choose my battles. I can't have marijuana and alcohol. What crayon? Yes, you can. <laughs> I respect that restraint. Good job. <laughs> I've had five edibles, but I only drink bubble soda. <laughs> yeah, funny. All right. Guys. So let me um we're gonna start off with Adam little... didn't say what he was drinking. Oh yeah, what what are you drinking, Adam? Oh, you're on mute. What's that? I just polished off this bottle of uh, Balvini. Scott, I was gonna say, as a marine, I was expecting you to say like pure gasoline. <laughs> no, I left that with my ex-wife. The gasoline? Yes. Or you used it on her head. <laughs> oh no. I left it for her so she could burn the rest of my shit when I left. Oh man. Let me start again because sad sad stories is later on in the podcast. Wait, wait, who said it's sad? I'm happy. <laughs> All right, so real quick, of course, it is a veteran podcast, so we have to have fucking rules. All right? Yes, because because in order to create order, in order to create order, you must have rules. All right. So listen, guys, you guys can be assholes. Just don't be a real, real asshole. Just be an asshole, a normal asshole, like veterans, right? Uh, second. Wait a second. I want to go back. You know, this is just Mario being like, God, how can I get all these guys together? They're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. And he's like nervous. I just don't want them to be super assholes, but, but have fun. That's the second rule. All right. Now, the third rule is I know we've already been drinking and we've already cussed a whole ton. Uh, but starting now, whenever someone has or says a cuss word, you have to take a drink. All right. So, okay, guys. Let me take a drink, Crystal. Cheers. Marika, Cheers. you got to take a drink, buddy. I didn't cuss yet. I cussed. Oh, you just fucking or- said something. <laughs> He's playing that role. Roger that. Roger that. He's playing that role really good. Shelly gets a mason jar down. I am going to need to top off my drink at the rate we're going. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Enrique is playing that role of the, the the dumb infantry guy really well. Really well. I don't get it. I would say I'm exactly. probably <laughs> the worst for this because as drill sergeants, we're not actually supposed to swear in front of the soldiers. We oh. do, but it's like we're not supposed to. That's why you get all the god dang, you stupid moron. You know, it's just stuff. stuff. You, uh, so uh, it's been two years trying not to swear. You're about as smart as a rocket surgeon. <laughs> or my um, the uh, no, my, my absolute lamest moment of like trying to catch myself was um, I was in charge of remedial PT and this soldier, she's like, well, when this other drill sergeant let it have it. And so I was like, this isn't Burger King. You can't have it your way. <laughs> I just had to like crawl away in shame. I was like, oh my God, that's the lamest thing any drill sergeant's ever said. No, no, I, like I don't. I don't personally like it. I would, I would have told that drill sergeant it's for inventive. I would have got right up. I'm telling you, if, if a drill sergeant ever got in my face, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him, motherfuckers. I'll slap him. We all know that guy, right? Uh, oh, right. I've always been afraid Everyone that that guy's gonna change his mind and join the army and deck me out and actually do like, it. 
I'm not the most physically intimidating person. I'm not even the most physically intimidating person in the Zoom. So I was worried that there'd be like some like gigantic, you know, six foot four, 300 pound bodybuilder type. And be like, what are you going to do about drills? I'm like, I'm going to make you do push-ups. And he's going to knock me out in the face. Like, oh, well, shit. I guess I'll just give you my hat. You win. <laughs> like, you, it's your turn. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I quit. Okay. That's why I always try to bluff. imagine like when Pat Tillman went to boot camp. Like, no kidding. Yeah. First of all, he's all right. gorgeous. I know. <laughs> I to look at him all day. Dad is like, um, hey, Dad. <laughs> well, no, the, the person who I, I really wish I'd been to boot camp with, um, you guys have all seen Forrest Gump, of course. Um, the kid who played young Forrest wound up joining the army. I was reading this article about him recently. He talked about how, like, he, like, he kept it a secret for two weeks. That it was just sort of like, no, I'm just a you know nice boy from Alabama. I ain't the kid from Forrest Gump. And the thing is, after two weeks, eventually his drill sergeants found out, and all the run, Forrest, run just came to life. And it's just like, I, mean, I wish I could have been there for that. Oh, that would have been awesome to be that guy's drill sergeant. And he ended up sucking. Oh. Imagine being the first one to come up with the like. It's like a, a APFT, like run, Forrest, run. I mean, you you just. I feel like a god at that moment. Like I'm the first one to do it. Just, just based on that, uh, that probably has PTSD. No, I want to meet the I want to meet the recruiter that kept his fucking mouth shut because the recruiter had to fucking know. Oh, That's yeah. true. Well, all right. This is my own sort of like two cents on it. So, um, I created GI Low a few years before I went to the Drill Sergeant Academy, and I was really immodest because, like, in the back of my mind, I was like. Oh man, what if people find out that I'm the guy who writes GI Low and they give me a hard time for it? And then I got to the Drill Sergeant Academy and I was kind of like, just sort of like, by the way, I write a webcomic that's called GI Low and absolutely fucking no one had heard of it. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I guess I'm not remotely famous. You're like, you purposely told everyone? <laughs> oh yeah, no, after a while, I was like, I, I was like, hey, have you read any funny army webcomics recently? How about you spout off all of them that you've heard of? Uh-huh. No, I, I don't write Terminal Lance. No, that's Marines. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, Private Murphy. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm Facebook friends with him. What about um, Scuttlebutt? Scuttlebutt? Is that Scuttlebutt? Damn it, I'm not in the Navy. <laughs> so yeah, after a while, I was like, fuck it. I write this comic script on GRL. Just follow it. Follow it. Come on. Just get it out there. Um, absolutely no one was remotely starstruck over it. <laughs> dingbats anybody heard of dingbats no anybody i have my well, dingbats is very funny <laughs> good <laughs> all right so uh so check it out we also have obviously uh you know as as uh military members uh veterans we all have um you know honors that we all respect especially to the fallen right so 2020 was a tough year Obviously, so if there is anybody that you want to give a shout out to uh, that that passed away in 2020, uh, now would be the time. And then afterwards, we'll we'll kind of give them a, a moment of silence, just uh, in remembrance of our fellow and fallen uh, brothers and sisters. Anybody got some? Um, yeah, Shell Bell, I oh. got I got like four. Okay. Aww. So like four friends of mine have passed away this year. Uh, Amos Sloan, gosh, like the most devastating was my buddy, Devin Anderson, uh, real young guy, young kids. Um, Brent Allred, a lot of people are listening to your, you, I mean, you guys know Brent Allred, he passed too. 
Um, and then Albert Amador, he just passed a couple of days ago. Yeah. I forgot that the guard had a lot of death this year. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Like, and it was, wasn't it like one battalion or one brigade? Was, was it? Like uh, I'm not sure if they were all in the same, but um, I personally knew every single one of them, worked with them. Just awesome, awesome, outstanding men. All right. Yeah, well, cheers. Cheers. All right. Anybody else? Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, I didn't know either of these people, but uh, I had a coworker who lost both of her parents to COVID-19. Um, that's got to be ultimate double whammy. So, you know, respect to her and her family. Cheers. Cheers. Respect. All right. Anybody uh, else? Shelly hit one. Uh, Albert. Um, I think it was Amador. Yep. Mm -hmm. He was a real good guy. Uh, he actually was completely unexpected on my end. I had no idea he was even in the hospital and then real and then seen a post or something about him being in the hospital and taking a turn for the worst with COVID. And uh, then the next day they just uh, released a, a statement saying he had passed away and it's just probably like a couple of weeks, maybe even a month ago, I was talking to the guy on the phone, you know, he was going to help me out with possible employment opportunities and things like that with whoever or wherever he was working for. Uh, so just that one really hit hard on my end. <clears throat> I saw it too on, I actually have a, uh, you know, one a little group chat on my phone with a bunch of other knuckleheads. And uh, normally it's all just a shit show, you know, everybody's sending stupid memes and stuff. And we got a, a text, you know, from somebody that was, you know, under him, you know, in the same unit. And yeah, I heard about it from there. And I was like, yeah, I, I remember him. And I saw Facebook, same thing and saw all the, all the love just pouring in for him. So that was very unexpected. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, cheers. Anybody else? All right, so I'll go. I have, um, so my, my actual uncle just passed away not more than two weeks ago. He was an air force veteran. He also died of COVID man. It was, um, same thing, kind of unexpected. I mean, he got sick and then it was quick, like two weeks later. So it was just one of those, uh, weird ones. And, um, you know, Never really talked about his service. You know, it was very, in fact, I even had even forgotten that he had served, you know, in, in, uh, right. It was right after Vietnam. And, um, cause he, like I said, he never talked about it, but air force, uh, veteran, you know, uh, passed away just two weeks ago. So cheers to, to you, uh, Bill. All right. Anybody else? All right. So let's do just for, I got one more. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't know this guy, but I know he passed away and a lot of people knew him. Uh, Second Lieutenant Bryant uh, passed away earlier this year during the PT test. I'm sure some of you guys heard about that. Um, I did. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm friends with still a lot of people on Facebook, too. So it's just weird to to hear that stuff from there, you know, I'm not in that. Uh, the national guard world anymore so the only thing i really or the only way i really stay in touch is through facebook and then some of you guys though so. um cheers so if anybody else has anything or not we'll cheers to all of our fallen comrades i've got a quick toast real quick uh raise your horns raise them up to the sky we will drink
to the glory tonight. Raise your horns for brave fallen friends. We will meet where the beer never ends. Aww. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so we'll give a moment of silence. All right, salute. Moving on, guys. We now get to talk about 2020. That's what we're here for. And on that glorious note, I need to top off my drink. I'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> do that, sir. Um, yes, because we are, and, and I know that we are I'm not saying we necessarily have to only drink when we cuss. You can drink whenever you want to, but um, <laughs> I'm already halfway through this freaking thing, and I forgot that we still have a whole drinking going on at the same time. So, uh, fuck it. Ah, I don't see no one drinking. Okay, there's one, two, three. One, two, three. And there's Shelly with her poop jar. <laughs> and Joanna good. with her gummy. Don't be jealous, a friend made me a homemade gift. <laughs> yes, I love those gummy vitamins. Um, <laughs> all right, so look, man, I don't want to ruin this whole show by talking about politics, but politics were a big fucking part of 2020 so i want to get it over with and done and maybe just spend 30 fucking seconds and i don't know if we can all agree on this i don't know what you guys have to say about it but what a fucking shit show can we just agree that it's it it's just been a shit show i would like to point out that you've said like five swears so that's like five drinks we all gotta do right now right thank you drill sergeant <laughs> Yeah, you know what? The biggest thing for me about everything, uh, if if I was the guy that was stated as the winner or or whatever, and and I, and no doubt in my mind there was no corruption, then why don't you just say, hey, you know what? Why don't we spend the next couple of weeks going through and investigating everything? You know what? We'll foot the bill. We'll put forward the money, uh, investigate it. That way, when the end result comes out that there is no corruption, no fraud, it's over and done with investigation complete fuck it it is what it is right all righty yes. Yes. how dare you question his authority <laughs> anybody i mean for me for, for me I, when it comes to politicians i feel like uh the question is the question isn't if you're gonna get fucked it's uh it's basically how fucked you're gonna be and whether or not they're going to put lube on it. So it's really that's just the question. Of, like, case in point, case in point. I mean, look at the look at the ATF is going after pistol braces like this fucking Christmas. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I voted for Kanye. <laughs> hey, but Jesus walks. It happens. So I, um, yeah, I mean, like I said. I don't really want to get into it because I I really don't care. Uh, it's it, it was a it was a shit show the whole just 2020 as a whole, uh, and so we'll uh, I just wanted to put that out there, just so that we can get it out of the way because I know the listeners are gonna want to talk about politics, but we want to have fun. So, um, there's nothing else anybody else wants to put out there. We can move on and check that fucking box, <laughs> bitches. I'm still trying to figure out how to put the screen here. All right. I have a controversial opinion 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to get booted out of this chat room for this. But I think 2016 was a worse year because we lost David Bowie and Prince. Oh. I don't think we've lost anyone like really big this year. I mean, like in terms of like you know, like, we great, lost Debo. Like, yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Did that happen this year? Oh, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. We lost a lot. I think that the problem is like I spent the last you know like um, you know like twelve months basically as a drill sergeant. Um, so I, I I missed out on I forgot about Eddie Van Halen. I, I think I forgot that for like my mom. It just came up in conversation. I was like, oh shit. So my, my bad. We, we did lose one great musical icon, Kobe Bryant. Just, yeah. Oh yeah, seven. Kobe died. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck, never mind. Twenty twenty sucked. Dude. <laughs> you guys just reminded me even more how much this year sucked. We got no more Black Panther movies. I told you. No, they are. They still are. They announced they're gonna they're gonna keep Boseman as still the Black Panther. They're gonna transition over to his sister. Okay, well that's cool. Good character. Um, I will say this: whatever, whatever Betty White has in her blood, we need that. That is the yeah. cure to COVID. Have we all forgotten Keith Richards is still alive? Just saying. Yeah. Well, that he's pickled. I would say the difference is Betty White. She's probably a healthy person. Keith Richards, just proof that it's just like if you have enough drugs in your system, they cancel each other out. <laughs> I do. Like it's like Mr. Burns, where all the germs are fighting to get through. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's what you're saying, the immune system is much like the border. <laughs> we funnel them into one area. Oh, <laughs> uh, all those fat Mexicans trying to get through. Wait, what? Jesus, we're gonna get canceled. I'm a fat Mexican, so I can say that. Uh, uh, you're plump. You're married Mexican. There's a difference. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I want to be. What do you say, Zapdig or, or, or Rubenesque? <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I was going to say something before you guys cut me off so ruthlessly. Are you talking about the start of COVID nineteen? Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Not nope. yet. No. No. Yes. Let's talk about that. So we talked 2020. Politics sucked. Uh, there were more uh, famous people uh, that died here than we knew about. But let me go back to Kobe. Did Kobe die in 2020? Yes. Oh, Kobe died in a helicopter. Yeah, I know. Kobe died in 2020. Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, helicopter. Oh, yeah, Alex Trebek. How did I forget about him? Uh, Fuck, man, it's getting just worse and worse the longer I talk to you guys. <laughs> I was all ready to say this year wasn't that bad. And then it's like, <laughs> Jeopardy's gone. Oh, Anderson Cooper's taking over. Oh, is he? Oh, my God. Yeah. I hate that guy. I, I, <laughs> I like Alex Trebek was the show. Yeah. Silver Fox. They might as well just cancel that. His mustache was the show. <laughs> I mean... Alex Trebek was black. Sean Connery. I was about to say, like, what? think about those great celebrity Jeopardy SNL skits. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> both Alex Trebek and, and Sean Connery are fighting up in heaven right now. That's right. It's now. I was supposed to now. have a Twilight love affair with Sean Connery. I've been in love with him since I was like a little girl. He was my old man flame. Well, see, when you get to heaven, it's going to be all up. On, I know, right? <laughs> little threesome, little there threesome with Trebek and Connor. Imagine that. Yeah, tell Jesus to close. The I would let you, Crystal. 
I would let you do that and film it. <laughs> I, I don't I never thought that fanfic existed, can I, but I think he just willed it. Can I hold the boom mic if uh Crystal and Sean Connery go at it? You, you can be the grip. <laughs> you can be the grip boss. <laughs> Hey, um, no, I don't fight Joanna. That's Joanna's man. Like she be hit me. That flag is still wrinkled. The cloud. You bought the Road Warrior Animal. He passed away. <laughs> Road Warrior Animal. WWF. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in a uh, uh, Road Warrior, and he was also in uh, Fury Road. Oh, that Boba guy died too. this year. Yeah, Boba just died like a couple weeks ago. And the guy who just the, the not James Earl Jones, but the guy who was the, the body of Darth Vader, he died. Oh yeah. There's like a Star oh, the, Wars the, the English guy. Yeah, David Proust. Yeah. He never got to show his face as Darth Vader. Or... Yeah, and apparently he got paid shit. Oh, yeah, oh paid there shit we go. At the at the last minute, they pushed actors. And, yeah, uh, they were like, no one's gonna remember you anyway. James Earl Jones is Darth Vader, so you know what? We'll pay you like twenty bucks. Yeah. That's <laughs> And yeah, but when they finally revealed the face, remember at the end of the uh, Turn of the Jedi, they they switched actors because remember Luke takes off his mask finally, and it ends up being another like uh, actor that's the old white dude. Yeah, but it, so it wasn't even the guy that played him the whole time when they when it came time to take off his mask, it wasn't even him. So. How ugly do you have to be to play a character for like twenty years, and they're like, no, we can't. all right. By the way, you know it would be super funny in Return of the Jedi if like Luke's taking off his mask and it's James Earl Jones and it's just like, I have so many questions. Why are my sister and I white? <laughs> in space, there's no color. Exactly. It's like, I'm not, I'm not I, really I want black. that cut to happen. To the, sun. the guy was burned. There's what? Oh yeah, he adopt maybe adopted. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Luke, I'm your adopted father. Wait, Let's quick question. Genetic thing now. Has anybody seen the season finale for uh, the Mandalorian? No, I've never seen any Mandalorian. Say split, but you gotta watch it. Yeah, yes. everybody's saying they're going crazy about it, but we have to I did hear there's like scenes after the credits, but I haven't. Yes, seen there is. There's you got to stay after the credits, which isn't like three hours like most movies, and it's amazing. All right, I'm gonna watch it. Fair enough. I cried. I cried a little bit. Are you? I can't believe they killed off Baby Yoda. That was such Shut a ballsy up! move. I'm kidding. I've bro, never seen a single bro. episode. I've never and seen a single episode. They gave him a name. I have never cared about Star Wars. I'm sorry. I never heard about it until that damn baby Yoda. Now I got baby Yoda pajamas. I am wearing baby Yoda pajamas. Yes. I love So, it. What's everybody wearing? So, you can go Rosario to Dawson. and make a baby Yoda. Rosario Dawson got a whole movie based on a 15-minute part of her episode. I, I think the, the gods are that? angry at us. I don't know what's going on. Are you moving a dead body? No. I plead the fifth right now. <laughs> this is going to be the start of a Dishonorable Mentions episode. It was like... <laughs> Maybe he is on the theater. But there were so many people being murdered right behind that wall. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them was actually killing somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's just say I can't stand up right now. A, I'm just saying, like, a true crime get podcast it, born out of a true crime podcast. Bam. Can you imagine? Ooh, that's that sounds like a great idea. That's an that's my next podcast. Mario, why am I a little afraid that you took that idea and now you're gonna start murdering people, but like framing others for it? You'll have like inside scoop. <laughs> Oh, I could see like he runs out of dishonorable mentions, so he starts killing people and framing you guys. So he'd be like, "Yeah, one time we had this guy on here. His name was Kunrike, and um, yeah, turns out he was a killer, but he was never the killer. Mario was the killer, blaming Kunrike." I don't know what you just said. Basically, so basically, he just said how to make a kill, how to make a killer, but a more of a army version. Yeah. I mean, you could just constantly like. I knew all these disgruntled veterans and they kept killing people in Arizona. And, um, you know, like I, I knew their MOs because they would talk about killers on the show too. Crazy. crazy. I already came up with an idea of how to have a body the easiest way. How? So what you do is you get a big ass drum, you put lye in it, you put the body in there, and then right before monsoon season, you dump it out the top of a wash. Then the, the floods come through, they spread the DNA across like a thousand miles. Okay, well, you just told everybody your MO, so good luck. Um, to my loved ones, if that's how I go, you know who the th number one suspect is. We luckily only like five people listen to that this show, and yeah. you guys are it. So. <laughs> what happened to Badoy? No, I don't even think you guys listen to the show anyways. <laughs> yeah, I know, they're like, you guys talk about that? I didn't even listen to my own. Yeah. Did you guys lose me? What happened? All right. Oh, I have listened to every episode except for the one I'm on because I hate the sound of my voice. Which uh, yeah, I'm, I, I will go ahead and agree with that. I really like your voice. Thanks, Conrique. Just kidding. Anyways, there's like a list of like a hundred and something people, stars, people that died. I'll I'll stop listing names, but there's like way way more than what we listed. Yeah, it, wasn't that guy from like the Green Mile? Didn't he die too? Oh no, um, I know about Michael Clark Duncan. He actually died a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. What about Ginsburg? Oh, she died. Tom Hanks. Hanks. Please tell me Tom yeah. Hanks didn't die. Yeah, Ruth Bader died. Uh, Cliff Robinson. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas died. Kirk Douglas was two hundred years old. No. That was fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was like everyone was like, "Not nah, Kirk Douglas." It was before his time. It was like Kirk Douglas played Spartacus and was born before Spartacus was born. Yeah. His son so Michael hot. Douglas needs to die. Yeah. What was it, Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas. Yeah, that's his son. I know. Yeah. Uh, by the way. How old was Kirk Douglas? He was Michael Douglas's dad, and Michael Douglas is five hundred years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this uh, is true. All right. So, what else happened at the beginning of twenty twenty? I don't know. Something I can't. I can't. Mass. We had to wear stupid masks. Yeah, we could. He was one hundred and three years old. I sorry. He was one hundred and three years old. Wait, he really was one hundred and three. Kirk, yeah, I was he saying, died at 103 years old. Kirk yeah, Douglas he had his time. In the he first lived through two ever. depressions. He's been through every war. Yeah, every major war that we've had. He what? had a war bond before they had war bonds. Kirk <laughs> Douglas fought in the early years of the Hundred Year War. 
he had the first um spanish the, he was at the first pandemic and the last one <laughs> true the, i imagine that's what did him in it was just sort of like fuck another global pandemic i'm done there for like spanish flu polio yeah. rickets all of them like, i've done all this I'm, I'm, I literally aids in the 80s <laughs> They actually use his blood for all. The, they use his blood for all the trans for all of our uh, our vaccines. That's what. The, yeah, no shit. I would say it's like, I mean, the guy survived every major crisis for over a hundred years. It's like fine. We'll we'll start with him. Oh wait, what's Bernie what putting Bernie up? Doing? Oh, six. He's keeping track. Six cuss words so far. We need to cancel right. these out. All right. Okay, cancel these out. All right, everybody, pay your debt. We've got apparently six cuss words. To Kirk Douglas. Why did the good always die young? <laughs> oh, oh shit, little Richard died this year. No. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, I forgot another about drink. him. Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't know the show was gonna turn into the fucking who died from the I mean, I was invited to talk about how crappy this year was, so you guys are constantly reminding me that all these great people died. Attitude, and then you guys Right yeah, he's like, this year wasn't so bad. He's like, I can't want to get it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. Yeah, you guys converted me. <laughs> I was going to be the voice of, like, you know, the you know opposition here, but damn. We could talk about gender reveal parties that started the West Coast on fire. Oh, those people are dumb. Those are your people. Which people? White people? Drill sergeants? I don't live in California. Fuck them people. <laughs> I swear, you guys want to do all kinds of weird shit all the time. <laughs> Are you saying- I am not a Californian. Want to make casseroles? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about white people. <laughs> oh, white people? Oh, yeah, fuck. No, we're the fucking weirdest. Am I the token white guy? Oh, here? my God. We need to, like... Invent this thing where we, I don't know, blow shit up, and then people know what kind of kid we're having. It's like, why? I was thinking, we like, to like we could like <laughs> release a bunch of like endangered species out into a field of landmines, and then the color of their entrails will be the color of our gendered children. Yeah, that's hilarious. You just I can make one of the rainbow. I can make fun of white people better than anyone alive. I got pra- 34 years of practice being a white person. <laughs> Crystal has how many years of being a white person? Like 21. 70 something. Anyway, <laughs> She's a little brown at times. We obviously got into COVID. That was my next topic is fucking COVID, man. Someone mentioned masks, right? Fucking um, COVID. All right. You know what? When we first started having to wear masks, and I think everyone here is kind of from the Arizona area. Yeah. Um, well, we got a Vegas guy in Conrico. Well, so everyone's from the Southwest. Yeah. With that. Um, the, but yeah, I was going to say. But the thing is, the masks weren't bad at first. It was kind of annoying because it was like you just have to remember to put the mask on when you want to go to Chipotle or something like that. But the problem is, like living in Arizona, it's 200 degrees in the summer. So it's just like an added source of sweat on your head. Tell me about it. I, I do construction for my job and wearing a, like it. It's now mandatory that if you're on any part of company property, you have to have a face mask on. And we're out there digging in this heat, face mask on, everything, you know. And they don't give a crap. They're going to write you up or fire you or whatever the heck they got to do to show that they're not messing around. 
I work at a uh, production company that makes uh, some of the most uh, known worldwide chips. And uh, yeah, the culture there, um, it's pretty much now, uh, you have to pretty much wear it all the time. So I work sometimes 10 hour days and uh, all day, man. I, I guess I got used to it now. At indoors? First, yeah, indoors. Yeah, obviously Edition. not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> indoors. Motherfucker. <laughs> Real men work outdoors. Yeah. And they sweat for a living. Sometimes I walk outside just to, you know. Just the, the, it just turned into a fun fashion accessory for me. Well, so yes, and, and, and me too. As a veteran, you know, I like fucking buying. All, I mean, I've concealment. Uh, quite a bit. Cover your ears, Crystal. But I probably spent a few hundred dollars Trust on, me, on different masks. I get masks coming in. Like I, I used to do the gator thing, you know. So all gators, you know, obviously being a veteran. So I used to get all the different kinds to match my fucking shirts, everything else. He's like, he's like, you. There's like fifty of them for ten dollars. It was I had to buy yeah. it. So then, <laughs> then uh, no, it was like but you know, one for twenty. But um, then uh, the Intel got smart because there was a report that came out a while back that gators don't work, right? That material. And so uh, in one He's of the been tests, giving COVID to everybody. Yeah, one of our EHS guys, which is you know, the, um, the, the, health, the health guys, you know, safety guys, um, always said, if you can blow out a, a match or a lighter through the mask, then the mask doesn't work, right? So of course the gator doesn't work. It's the reason why I was so fucking comfortable is because it's so fucking thin, right? So then they came up with a rule that you couldn't wear those. And then I had to, you know, I, all the money I spent on those, I now uh, changed over and spent on all these fucking Facebook knows every fucking thing that I look at because it, yep. it offers me these cool looking masks, these retarded masks that I wore for like two days. And I was like, this doesn't fucking work. But of course, like I said, like, <laughs> being a military geardo, I went for all these different, I was like, I fucking have to wear it all day, not outdoors. This is an American flag. This is a black American flag. This is an American flag that this is a, yeah, this is a, that has green <laughs> on it. All right. This is, this is unrelated to the topic, but can we just acknowledge that Joanna is a classy smoker? Class I don't know if just the angle, you're just like, it was like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the war. <laughs> It was the year 2003 in Mosul. The angle you're at, too, it, just, it, just, it looks like film noirish. It's, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Is that one of those extenders? It's all intentional. <laughs> um, so anybody else got anything uh, to add about freaking COVID and 2020 and the freaking mass? And, Are you going to get a, a vaccine? No. If I die, I die. You've already been no. actually. Why not? The very first lady that got it already had adverse reactions to it, and she's no longer going to get the second round. Wait, who? The very the very first lady that got the the first vaccine, right? Had an adverse reaction, almost an anaphylactic one that's almost died, to where now yeah. she's not going to get the second dose. You, those are there. Good. Those are big words for an infantry. No, I'm so impressed. <laughs> there's, a per, there's a percentage of people right now that but were volunteers. Exactly. So, so statistics. Yeah, they're getting stroke face without having the stroke. 
They're not even getting the fun part. They're getting the fucking the after effect, and they look I like they're fucking. Um, they look like Hatchet Face from Crybaby. Yeah, that was palsy, man. Can't do it. Well, then they're gonna um, start talking like I got Belmonic. I think I, I can speak for uh, for Shell Bell and I by saying I don't think we have much of a choice. There's no um, choice. Oh yeah, when you're in the military, yeah. it's just like here's yeah. a needle. Psst, okay. You are the guinea pig, I, I bro. Was, oh hell yeah. Yes, you can. All you gotta do is say you're allergic to it. <laughs> I have never been able to get away with that. Actually, what's funny is a couple of years ago, um, I got a flu shot off post and then was like, I had my paperwork and I was like, I had one flu shot. Please stop emailing me. And they were like, well, you got it at CVS. You need to get it done at Walgreens. So you need a second one. It's like, oh, what the hell? Someone has a documented call. proof that I had a flu shot. It's like, yeah, but there's a, here's a real one. There are, yeah. there are black mountains. Right, so we can't see shit, bro. Oh, trust your penis. <laughs> you trust us with your penis. <laughs> no, so there there are documented uh, there are document there are already documented cases for black market co- uh, negative COVID tests and black market vaccine papers. Now, well, New Zealand New Zealand already has camps set up for people who don't get the the vaccine. You know, much like the Germans. Show me your papers. Oh. That's funny because my company, that's where we ask our people when they have COVID because we have to pay them if they have it. Yeah. And if they don't, you know, obviously, you know, they have to take it. You're like, papeles, papeles. Yeah. So it's like we're kind of like the Germans. I'm like, I'm like looking to pay somebody for a positive COVID test so I can get two weeks off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know I get two weeks off and then I get paid everything, but I've survived. Are they making you guys go to drill? Anybody, anybody on my crew gets it. We get two paid weeks off. Yeah. So nobody else in my company does drill except for me and my other two guys. For me, it was like, I'm getting ready to PCS to another continent. This is not a time to get two weeks off. I've got basically two weeks left in America. You're getting, um, I'm going to live in a bubble. You're getting closer to Asia where this all started. So It's all part of the plan. You know what, though? All the Asian countries have started letting Americans come back in because they're already reporting that they're uh, 100% recovered or something. Well, I mean, I'm going to South Korea, not China. So, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I Koreans feel a little bit better about the transparency. Clean. Yeah. And South, Korea, uh, South Korea had a pretty good system. They yeah, they well, locked the down is, immediately. Well, because um, they, they had that they added advantage of, like, it's sort of like shit. What's going on next door? By the way, I swear. Woo. Oh. Like with South Korea, it was kind of like, what's happening next door? Uh huh. Let's let's go ahead and change the locks. You know. Yes. <laughs> they, they had that sort of but like um, home been, turf advantage. They lived mass culture for a long time, yeah. so that's why they don't spread like we do. You know, because we're so. American. Well, they're also part of the, like the SARS epidemic. During the SARS epidemic, everybody wore masks. Yeah, they've already done this. I manspread. Does that count? <laughs> Man, I'm man. You put like a top knot on that. I'm manspreading right now. Hey, by the way, speaking of COVID, so we all, you know, we've heard, and this is where we're going to actually get into uh, 
I know that for this next, this last season, season two, I kind of changed it up a little bit. Right. And I added, and you guys have been, some of you have been on these shows, like I think uh, Albert on uh, tales from the guard tower, right. Where we talked about conspiracies. That's when we talked about big aliens flight 19 with uh, shell bell. Cause she's a civilian pilot, by the way. And so she knows about flight 19. So since we're on the topic of COVID and talking about all this shit, uh, why don't we get into a little mini episode of uh, Tales from the Guard Tower and we talk about the conspiracies of where you think uh, COVID came from? Uh, do you think that it was done on purpose? You know, Wuhan and, and the World Health Organization, we can talk about all that. So let's let's get it started. All right. Adam, you got something? If to we're going to go into spoilers, has anyone here seen Borat 2 yet? I haven't. <laughs> All right, if you've seen Borat 2, that's my favorite conspiracy theory yet at the very end of the movie. I won't spoil it for you. But the point is, everyone see it. Oh, my God, that's my favorite. Can we, Can everybody agree that he can spoil it? Yeah, I've seen it. You can, you can spoil it. All right. So the whole premise of the movie is that, um, you know, it's, it's Borat 2, and Borat brought shame to the country of Kazakhstan. So they keep threatening to, like, they, they put him in, like, prison camps and stuff like that. And they're like... Uh, well, if you, if you can't get this, so the whole idea is he's trying to sell off his daughter off to like, you know, some like American royalty uh, and he keeps failing and failing and failing. And then he goes back to Kazakhstan at the end of the movie. Um, it's like, you know, like I'm ready to be executed for failing my, my country and failing to sell off my daughter. And then he discovers the twist ending, which was that Kazakhstan created the COVID-19 vaccine and they sent him to America to all of these different locations so that he would spread it to the country. <laughs> that's the end of the movie and yeah and then the thing is they even like cut to things like um like, it's like this is why we had you interview tom hanks in australia um oh. yeah uh, th- by the way tom hanks is in the movie as a cameo himself it's, it's in good yeah. taste um, it was pretty funny at the end oh my god i was cracking it because the thing is it's like it's it's played up as this usual suspect style twist ending where you're like oh my god and you know it's like this was kind of they made revenge. it make sense yeah, it was, and again, I can't come up with any conspiracy theory funnier than Borat too. <laughs> I think Karika got lost. I have to send him the past. There's a chicken dick on his monitor. Yes, <laughs> For I those know. of you who are just listening, uh, you are missing the sight of a chicken or a turkey dick. I'm not sure. I know. So you guys know the meme from I think it was 2020, right? With that big, large guy that's sitting oh. in the bed with the big old dong hanging out. It's a huge meme, right? Somehow I missed that. Yeah, a big black guy. <laughs> That's yeah. just Mario. Yeah, exactly. And now no one's seen it but Mario. And no, Mario may have just been watching porn and been like, "Yeah, Ani, it's a meme. It's a very funny viral meme." Oh, come on, Adam. Adam knows. Alfred knows. Anyway, he's just sitting. Is... This, okay, so for those of you just that... because Adam and Bedoy and Mario has seen it does not mean it's a meme. It, it could still fall under it that. No, honey, this naked black dude on a bed, it's a meme. I swear. It's like, why are you masturbating? This is how I laugh. <laughs> so, listen, it's the, for those of you that don't know this meme, since we're talking about 2020, and it was 2020, right? When it got famous. So this- yeah, okay. So it's a meme. It, it, there's a there's a whole history behind it. The short version: uh, the guy went in on a model thing. He was a, he was just a guy who was working out at Muscle Beach, and this guy's like, "Let me take pictures of you." He said, "Fine." He didn't know these were for adult photos for a website of him and his dick. He went and took the video and took the pictures, and then like it's been like umpteen years, and he passed away. And somebody found the photos, and they enlarged his dick. 
and then started throwing it up. There's a whole documentary on this. Oh All right. Can you imagine that guy's poor kids? I mean, they're just like going oh, through a lot. Like, I miss dad so much. Oh my god. What the? Why is dad naked on a bed? 2020. He has no kids. It's his mom who's seen it. His sister who's That's seen it. That's worse. <laughs> That's so much worse. How did you put so much attention into this, Adam? What like what dragged you down this I, road? <laughs> I'm one of those people that I just watch documentaries, and it was something that was on Vice. It was a documentary online about this guy. Adam's like, I need to investigate this. So, so I've, I've met. What, kind of, what did you like, search I, to fall down that rabbit hole? Yeah, no shit. Long, long. Black okay, so I, yes, long black talk. No, I. So I have pictures of me with other people that were mean. Like I've met the uh, overly attached girlfriend. She actually goes to ASU. Uh, fucking when I was bouncing the bars, I, I, kind of made sure a guy wasn't trying to molest her because he was basically dry humping her. Oh. And I was like, hey, bro, you got to go. And he was like, but this is how we do it in D.C. I go, you dry hump chicks and, and sexually molest them? Yeah, by the He's way, like, well, no. My bad, Adam. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> there are so many congressmen and senators that just fit that bill. Actually, yeah, Adam, the guy was right. That's how they do it in D.C., don't you know? <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> you so, yeah. I, 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 I like looking up dumb shit, and apparently I went down a rabbit hole that ended up with Big Flat Talk, dude. Because I'm like, where did this meme come from? Like, who the fuck comes up with this meme? And then it was like, oh, that's where it came from. You have to admit Conrique, because somehow he got lost. <laughs> okay, so okay, so Mario, the, uh, the conspiracy I have is with, with COVID. So I was talking to my uh, macroeconomics teacher. Hold on. Mason, shut up. And um, I'm going to kick that dog. Okay. Mason so, doesn't not. want the people to know. Yeah. No. Basically, so basically, the, the, so China is in an agreement with the Federal Trade Commission in America that basically they have to buy X amount of our goods and we have to, they have to buy it. That's part of the trade agreement with Trump. The problem was is that they had a stipulation that if there was a worldwide pandemic or some sort of emergency, therefore they could renege on their on their deal. That was part of the, the, the situation. So it just so happened that they started tooling up during these uh, these Chinese riots by sealing people indoors, by disease, and now there's you know COVID. Mason knows you're getting closer to the truth. The FBI, the FBI is on you. Yes. That's he has no dog. He only, <laughs> he only has a hairy, uh, no, not a hair, uh, hairless. Pussy, apparently, he can. And the hairless pussy doesn't want the people to know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you can give me more ice? Or would you be so kind? Wait. Do you got a butler over there? What's happening? I have a technician. He has a producer. He's getting paid <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> I just imagine you like hired your kids to be like your little bartenders. He is our kid. <laughs> what he does, man. <laughs> That's what he does, man. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of hippies, stand up, Crystal. You guys see what Crystal's is wearing? I, little hippie yeah, outfit. I don't oh, really just back up. up. No, yeah, okay. you're right. There you go. Little hippie. Well, Mario's like, you gotta have an outfit. I didn't say you have to. Dooby dooby doo. I know. I love Scooby. I've got my um, what do you call it? Uh, Vietnam era look going. So, by the way, uh, real quick, 
Can you guys see the shirt? Save the pangolone? Save the the pantalones? No, save the pangolin. Pangolin. So we're talking about COVID, right? Uh, A lot of people believe that that COVID started from pangolins. Do you know what pangolins are? I don't, but I'm 100% down for this theory. So Apparently, I, they're not bats because I thought COVID started with bats. Well, they said bats or pangolins, but um, I am pangolin. If you guys want to get to know more about pangolins and, and what's going on and where I got this shirt. So in 2019, um, we saw a documentary called Eye of the Pangolin uh, on Netflix. And the... Um, I fell in love with fucking pangolins. And of course, anytime I, if you guys know Crystal, anytime I say I like anything or just remotely pay attention to something, she will go out and fucking destroy the world just to get me that one thing. So, um, but anyways, so I said, I love this documentary. Look at these fucking pangolins. Uh, And all of a sudden in the mail, two weeks later, I get this fucking shirt says save the pangolin. So um, pangolins, pangolins are actually the most uh um hunted right and it, it illegally um uh what do you call it um Traffic. uh, trafficked animals in the world more so than the the rhino you know the horns you know on the are elephant. they reptiles i can't really so, tell from your shirt they're i don't know what they look they, like ant eaters they look like an ant eater they have they go into little balls they have scales so it's kind of like uh-huh. mixed with a with an armadillo but the okay. scales, they're like individual scales, right? Little, uh, almost like snake-like scales, but a lot thicker and bigger. And uh, apparently, the in the Asian market, they're delicious. Uh, and so people uh, traffic them illegally. They kill them. They use the scales as, um, what do you call it, uh, boner pills, right? They use the powder. They powder them down. They they use the the pangolin as, as you know, for pangolin soup, whatever. And so, you know, it's the most trafficked animal that nobody freaking you about the pangolin so if you want to know more Where about they pangolin, find them at? yeah normally in asia and africa well, there's right? asian ones and yeah. african ones and so the asian ones are usually taken to for people to eat right and so they think that that's one of the like in in a lot of these wet markets like in wuhan um they serve pangolin right now it is illegal now it is illegal but people they still do it um mm-hmm. because they're they're endangered right and they're like i said they're the world's most trafficked illegally trafficked animal right and, and uh, this is too. the wrong takeaway from your story but now i'm kind of curious to try a pangolin burger <gasps> i mean i'm down for pangolin too <laughs> no. just to try it i mean i've eaten a zebra burger sounds too much like penguin <laughs> i need penguin why not just you know, once <gasps> i know why do i feel like penguin ping penguins taste like crocodile that weird i've eaten crocodiles so i mean i've got a reference no. yeah they, they'll taste more like whale oh yeah maybe like a saltier whale since they're so smaller oh that sounds good you know what like um my favorite animal is a great white shark uh, great white sharks are endangered but you know what if i was at a restaurant and they had great white shark in the menu i'd be like oh just once, once. i've had shark before no. i've had shark but not great white Bell's cats in the is that the cat's butthole there's a cat's butthole on our screen. On our screen. That's what cats do. We didn't we didn't Enrique again, did we? He just knocked her down. A little infantry man. How you mm-hmm. all right? So anyway, so pangolins. Uh if you don't know about them, uh check out there's a lot of information on them if you go online, but 
uh, Eye of the Pangolin is the documentary we saw. That's what kind of turned me on to that. And then, so here I am with a Save the Pangolin t-shirt, trying to save these motherfuckers. And then I hear that they could be the reason we have COVID. So I know that we, we heard about, <laughs> we heard about bats. We heard about pangolin, right? So um, pangolin soup. I mean, people are, you know, I, I don't know. So it, take it back. I don't want to try pangolins anymore. But that, that's, hey, kimchi had a bad rep for a long time and now everybody's on it. But kimchi's a vegetable, true. right? <laughs> it's a rotten vegetable, right? Boiled, though. Boiled. I love Boiled. kimchi, though. I love kimchi. Korean bar. I went. So the Aren't best. Are you supposed to have that every day so that you poop? Yeah. Well, well, I imagine it keeps kombucha. you regular. Any <laughs> fermented, any fermented food I heard is good for you. Is beef. Yeah. I think like, so. don't take vitamins. Take probiotics. Probiotics. Okay. I mean, 2021. I take this probiotic. Well, it's a drink. It has probiotic in it. It makes me poop at work all the time. So, yeah. Um, oh, good. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> He's like, okay, I gotta go. Um, what was I going to say about um, Oh, kimchi. Oh, I was going to say Korean barbecue. Oh, yeah. The barbecue I ever had was in Oakland, California. Woo-hoo, Bay but- Area. One of my buddies, uh, he happened to be uh, Mongolian, uh, but, you know, knew that area, had been there before and took me there to Oakland. Uh, well, we were there on some, you know, on a military school, uh, but we, when we had a, a chance to take a break, went down to, to uh, San Francisco, Oakland, you know, I even got to see a Raiders versus Niners game, you know, Battle of the Bays before they cancel it because they were so fucking violent. And uh, best fucking Korean food. Obviously, I've only been, I've only eaten Korean food in Phoenix, uh, El Paso, and Oakland. So obviously, <laughs> Oakland's gonna. Yeah. Win. Well, when I think of uh, great Asian food, I think El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Panda Express is very famous there. So. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> saying. Um. Well, no. Um. I was in El Paso for one night, and uh, I just wanted cheap Chinese food, and I ordered cheap Chinese food. It was absolute garbage worst chinese food ever in my life and i've told ever that from that story including mario when i was on a show i was like what the fuck's wrong with you by the way drink beijing lilies is that where you went because I, I used to work at beijing lilies when i was in high school hell if i know it was just sort of like google chinese food close to my hotel and um it was just like greasy scrapings from a grill yeah. and of course everyone's like yeah you ordered chinese food in el paso what did you think would happen oh yeah good point yeah, like you couldn't get a. Yeah, it's just order enchiladas. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like the most Tex-Mex city in America, uh, literally, and you probably could find some good Tex-Mex there. Uh, Chico's right, Albert. There's like six uh, places there that have been featured on uh, what do you call that Food Channel, that diners, drive-in, or whatever, and I've gone to all of them. Yeah, there's like six Chicos, and it's all Mexican all food in El Paso. Well, next time I'm in El Paso, yeah, I'll, there you know, go. Uh, get food appropriately. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, there's one next to a uh, cemetery. I forget where it is, but it's in El Paso. It's like next to a cemetery, and there's like a huge line. Now, yeah, when you say was. cemetery, do you mean Juarez? Oh, oh. that was another show we talked about. This is, is it the clock that he's talking about, Mario? Is this what? The clock or L and L? Which one? I think he's talking about L and L. Adam's oh, talking about right. The, yeah, yeah. Right, the is it right? Yeah, off the I think it was L and L. I think it's the one right off the freeway, right? Right off the 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, well, it's, it's, it's like all green inside. Ooh, like a lot of carpet. 
No, we just came back from a few days there. But um, all right, so um, pangolins, that was my theory. Um, I, obviously, people said it came from bats. I mean, what do you guys fucking think? Like, where did COVID come from? Or did it come from a lab? A lab. A lab. They definitely said it was a lab. They, you know, I believe everything Trump says. <laughs> I love his smile afterwards. Joanna's gonna uh, go. <laughs> I love that fool. Listen, so I, yeah, it's lab, but was it on purpose? Oh, or, totally on purpose. I don't know why I had a lift. Was it on purpose? <laughs> the drinks <laughs> getting to me. Um, what um so yeah on um, where in the world health organization are you saying the world health organization purposely created it or purposely let it out you know what all right by the way i'm active duty i have some insight into what actually happened all right but if i tell you this i'm gonna have to kill you okay oh hold on hold on hold on, hold on. i'm still it looks like you. hillary clinton probably muted him yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he, is he muted? Am I still muted? The Clintons are gonna. The Clintons got him. He's done. Seriously. Oh no! I was like, "Wait, is he muted? You weren't muted. It just stopped." Exactly. But no, here's the real truth. The people behind us are mask makers, the ones who've been making bank off of this, and they were bankrolled by Lysol and Purell. Yeah, say Purell. No, Charmin. Exactly. So well, it's all a big conspiracy to make a ton of money, and they succeeded. It, it's got to be the toilet paper industry because – Yeah, oh, my God. The toilet dude. paper industry was totally in on I this. agree. <laughs> I don't think anybody saw that coming, though. I mean, seriously? Like, toilet paper? So I – so Toilet paper got in on it. They, they used Russian bots did. to, like, say that toilet paper was running out, <laughs> so therefore everyone would go out and buy it, and they'd make bank. By so, the way, is anyone else thinking – Wow, I wish I'd bought in different stocks at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. Yes. We would have known better. Zoom. Zoom. I've already doubled my money already. Oh my God. Like, just I, oh if my. I could travel back in time to the beginning of 2020, I would buy stock in Lysol, Purell, Charmin, and Zoom. So, and I, no, I picked, up, I picked up all of the travel industries like uh, uh, RW or what is it? Like Carnival Cruise and Royal Caribbean, and I've already doubled everything. Yeah, because they are well, crap low right now. You know who is doing bank right now? And by the way, I'm going to throw them into my conspiracy theory about who created all of this. Postmates, Grubhub, um, oh, what's, um, DoorDash, Uber all Eats. those people. Yeah, Uber Eats. All these these sort of like food delivery services. These guys are making like a living. They're making more money than all of us combined because everyone's getting food delivered now. I work for the cleaning industry, a large company, and the amount of money that we fucking spend on Purell, hand sanitizer, wipes. I mean, it is insane. You know, for a long time, we had an eight-month back order uh, to where we couldn't get the actual official Purell stuff, like Purell brand. We had to go with some generic brands that were homemade. So there were some mom-paw shops out somewhere in the Midwest that made a ton of money because they were the only ones available, right? So any any distillery um, that was able to turned into a, um, what do you call it, uh, 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 hand sanitizer company. And we spend literally hundreds of thousands of dollars every month in supply. 
So yeah, if you had stock in those companies, uh, Purell was so backed up. I mean, gloves, we were backed up on gloves. We were backed up on the, the good hand sanitizer. We went through four, like I said, four, five different brands and some of them were nasty. Uh, and you could tell they were made in someone's bathtub. And other stuff was was okay, you know. Until finally now, and you smell like tequila and stuff. What? Yeah, it's like pure vodka. Yep. Yeah, that, and that's that's how it went down. So we, in fact, we have so one of our uh, sponsors, you know, just a little shout out to Absinthe Minded. Uh, Absinthe Mind is one of our sponsors. They make Absinthe, but their local distillery started also making hand sanitizer as well. So, like I said, even from local shops here uh, to, you know, across the country, you know, there was a lot of companies. So, you know, who else made a lot of freaking money? Uh, a company called Mission, right? Which is, um, they do a lot of uh, gators, you know, or neck gators. They do stuff for fishing companies, you know, things like that. All that outdoor stuff. A ton of money. I thought you were going to say Mission, like Mission Tortillas, because I did eat a lot more tortillas while the pandemic happened. <laughs> All right. Can we all just say if we're going to live in a global pandemic, at least it's now because I was talking to my family about this. If this had been like 20 years ago, it'd be like, oh, no, we're stuck. We're quarantined inside all the time. Let's go to Blockbuster Video and rent 20 movies or something like that. I was like, we live in the streaming era. It's glorious. If we're in quarantine, it's like, yeah, fucking Netflix. That's true. If this if this would have been the 90s, this would have sucked. Yeah, it'd have been we like we would have already all killed each other. Oh yeah, we yeah. almost did. We almost yeah. did. 2020 was not one year, but we probably would have beat Battlefield by now. I would but say Blockbuster Video would be a super like, spreader been a event. Gang on roller skates, a gang on skateboards. Ooh, you're you talking, know, you're talking. that sounds like a good movie, by the way. Well, isn't that um the oh, Warriors? Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Warriors. Come and play. Attack the Block is a good one too. Attack the Block. Oh, is that what kind of game is it? It's it's, it's a movie about aliens and kids. It was a like John Boyega's first big role. Oh, so like when you say like illegal aliens or. No, 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 it's 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 set in uh, London, and like literally aliens come to attack this. Uh, yeah, Mexican and more from space. About Mexican from space? Wait, <laughs> I'm drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, has that movie never been made? Mex Mexicans well, from space. Machete in space was almost made. Oh, <laughs> that's about as close as you get to Mexican. I believe you, man. Oh, that machete. sounds like a trippy movie. Machete in space. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so lab, lab born, huh? You guys think so? Who said it was on purpose? Shell, you think they did purposely let it out? Yeah, that's absolutely was done on purpose. Like you think they knew that it was gonna affect the American market more than anything, or just just to fuck with everybody, the world, and see what happens? It's my body, my choice, man. It's my freedom. I can do whatever I want. They know, they think we're like the biggest idiots in the planet. Yeah. Well, jokes on them. They, they know we're all too prideful to wear wear masks or do you know yeah they totally did it on purpose they knew where they were going to try and cripple us damn well i didn't know that i'm scared now (laughs) (laughs) damn it anybody else anybody else want to cheer me up i mean i don't know i really don't know what what like i i mean i yeah i i know they're saying it came from a, a lab but who are we trusting 
to say that, right? The same people but, that we did it. I mean, the coronavirus has been around for a long time. Right. Lots of different strains of it it's in strange. the animal world. Yeah, the strain. So what I heard, what I understand, and I guess I'll just kind of explain it so everybody can kind of put their own opinions in there, but that this strain, the reason why it was made stronger was that so that they could test it on this strain and then see if they can come up with some vaccine or or see what 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 effects, you know, this thing would because have. Because there had been cases of transferred from animal to human based on their dietary habits right. in those countries. So, and then so that was their purpose, but, right. and that's why it was created and manufactured, just like you said, to, in hopes to create, you know, further science on right. vaccines or rates or whatnot, because they, they have the vaccines for animals. If you own a dog, your dog, when it's a puppy gets a coronavirus vaccine, right? My dog who just died, that was 19, got one back in 2003. Um, so it's not, not that new. Um, but I, I don't, personally believe that it was like a a purposeful attack on, you think on like, the so they created this for the purpose to improve vaccines and it accidentally got out or something from there I, I don't know you know there's so many different stories that we get and chain of custody or whatever's going on but but it did originate from Wuhan or China yeah for me, though, like my whole thing is regardless, right, of where or how, all the, everything was available knowledge wise to protect us in general. And then that didn't happen. So to me, like the, the before stuff is like, and then to sit and blame like throughout the whole year to me is like irrelevant. It's just like, we'll just protect us make the decisions to protect Preach. us and go that way. So now that it's here, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I honestly did not know what to think at the beginning. I was like, well, if the, you know, I was all about the numbers, the percentage rate of surviving is, is, is better than, than not and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if you have certain illnesses and things like that, and then you hear things like superstars, right? Uh, Colby Covington, who's a UFC uh, superstar, uh, I believe a uh, uh, welterweight champion or lightweight champion uh, got it and said it was one of the worst things. Right. And not to get political, you know, but he's a, he's a Trump supporter, right. That's kind of, it was one of the things that he did um, on purpose. I think it was one of those, uh, you know, he, he made a choice to, to become something different, right. To get, gain more fans, to be uh, gain nor, no notoriety. How the fuck you say? Notoriety. Yeah. And uh, so he did like a Conor McGregor thing where he just flipped the script and became this like, like super annoying, you know, UFC fighter who was loud, but he was also a great wrestler, great striker. And then all of a sudden he started, you know, dressing up and doing the whole playing the Trump card because he knew that was going to piss people off and be controversial. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that like, you know, no matter if you were, you know, for or against Trump or whatever, you know, people got it. Right. And they were like, this is fucking real. And he got it and he's a super athlete and it hit him hard. And then I've known people that are 70 years old, literally 70 year old females uh, and, and, and older you know, men that got it and said it was it sucked for two days, you know, but I'm back to work now. And then you got Fitzgerald. 
right? Larry Fitzgerald, uh, an amazing uh, freaking, you know, um, uh, receiver from the Cardinals, you know, say what you will about the fucking Cardinals, but <laughs> Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald's an amazing athlete, right? No doubt about it. And yet he literally reports that he was filling out his will or changing it up because he thought he was going to die. So I am confused as fuck as to why, who, where, what. Well, Mario, I think you have that in common with most virologists right now. Um, like um, in terms of my, my own personal connections to COVID-19, uh, my book publisher got it and she said she felt like she was dying the whole time. And she's, you know, a young, healthy woman. Um, so who knows? We'll probably have a good grasp on COVID-19 in you know, 30 years or something great like that. Hey. <laughs> yeah, there's just been so many things. Like I know it's 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 like as soon as it came out. Um, I mean, I've been in in the holistic health for many many years already, but it was like okay, now I'm doing all the lung stuff, doing whatever it takes to improve my oxygen in general. Um, but I've always just been a hand washer, and naturally, I it's always floored me how many people I see don't wash their hands on a regular basis in public, um, which is why I think, you know, we get some of the worst cases for some people. And then that you don't know like how, how it's actually attacking, um, you know, different people like with small children. Then there's like some people who just like drop dead instantly, like you said, that were completely healthy. Then there's people that had, you know, pre-existing conditions that they thought, you know, would it make it and they didn't have a particular problem. So it's just like, there's yeah. so many factors, you know, your environment, um, your diet, like what you consume, if you're a drug user, who knows, you know, like, I like to think that I have some like super powerful lungs now. Um, based on my intake no. <laughs> because um, you're a classy smoker we established um, that yeah <laughs> but it's just like I've heard all kinds of weird theories like um, I heard that a lot of people who got their that they're making analysis that if you've had all your MMR vaccinations um, and you're like around my age I'm 42 so like if you had your series, you know, all when you were young and you were supposed to, it's supposed to be a factor in helping you um, fight where it doesn't attack you as much. And then I started reading, you know, I know like in the last 20 years, there's been great controversy around vaccinations and, and giving them to kids oh. and because of autism and all these different things that people have been talking about. Um, but I didn't realize because I grew up in the military and I raised my kids in the military and vaccination was just like a part of indoctrination of your life, you know, in general. But how many Americans don't get those regular vaccinations or miss them or got them later? And even though they're effective later, if you didn't get the series the way that it was intended, then you don't have whatever power to fight certain things that come about later on like this. Same with like how shingles kind of came back um, a few years ago and started plaguing, you know, our elderly community again, even though they had had the chickenpox and had the vaccine. So measles too came back. Just, there's you, you so many have, factors. You don't have to be old to get shingles. I got shingles uh, two years ago. It's rare, yeah. But. Yeah. And you, you um, probably from stress. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, That's what the doctor says. A lot of it has to do with stress and stuff yeah. like that. But it's if you've ever had chicken pox when you were younger, you have the shingles virus already. It's yeah. just waiting for a chance to flare up. I got chicken pox. I still have the chicken pox marks left. Oh, man, yeah. So after my skin, I have a little chicken pox dot right there on my cheek. Anyways, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I went to a chicken pox party. Oh, when you were little? Yeah, yeah, I got sent to a friend's house. For what? I don't even like the kid. Yeah, I had to go hang out with him. Yeah, everybody wanted to get the kid exposed. Yeah, that was a done with. Yeah, you did it because then you're like, it's better for you if you do it as a kid than if you do it as an See, if you get it as an adult. That's all ASU kids are doing with COVID. That's they're all they're just, trying to do. They're trying to do COVID parties. They're trying to. Yeah, yeah. Sweden tried that. It didn't work out well for them. Yeah. I know. Poor A whole country like, let's just expose everyone to it once. They'll be, f oh shit, all the old people are dying. Oh crap. Okay. Reset, reset, reset. That was a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think the prime minister of Sweden's getting reelected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of shit going on with, 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 uh, COVID in 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. Well, you think it's just a shitty year. You don't want to say it right. No, yeah. I know. Uh, or I could be drunk. I've had two of these fucking pictures. Fucking A. You know uh, how many times have I cussed, by the way? Have you been keeping score over there, sir? Um, I, I just turned uh, my eggnog into an IV, just like right into my liver. So. Just for every time you swear, Mario. All Fuck right. Fuck it. <laughs> Just drank. Everybody just drank. Did you so, give up counting? I um yeah. Corbin yeah. was counting and he get he gave up. You're getting that's a ten percent discount on your pace. <laughs> we should have. No, we can't. I forgot we have active duty people. Oh, uh, what? Doing something heroin? Like, about heroin? Bong rips. You know. Orgy. Orgy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was going to say, for those of you not uh, paying attention, um, Adam is currently passed out from all of the drinking yes. from the uh, the profanity. And I know that it's uh, coming down to, to closing time. I know a few of you have to, to go. We're hitting that two-hour mark. So I'm going to try to hurry this up. I, I think Who do you think you are? Adam Joe Heffelbib. Rogan? What? <laughs> yeah, no, a three-hour podcast, right? It's like, you're not so, <laughs> so moving on. We all know, we all agree, COVID sucks. 2020 sucked for that reason. I mean, it's fucking weird. Strange as fuck, but I'll say this, man. The season two of Fallen 360 podcast, mm -hmm. because of you guys coming on, my friends, my buddies, uh, just I got to meet a bunch of new people. I got to meet Pete is, is one of the new people uh, in, in my life, and I love you. I love uh, you too, man. You know, it kind of helped me stay in touch with a bunch of other people too, you know, for, for, for other reasons, you know, like Albert, you know, Conrique, Adam, Joanna, you know, I'm glad we got to, you know, connect Shao Bell. You've been on the show in case you guys haven't heard. So Shell Bell, uh, Shelly here uh, and uh, Maria and Crystal, they had another podcast. They only did a few episodes, but every once in a while they get together. It's called She Shed Chronicles. So it's just a bunch of chicks. It just, and it wasn't as good as yours because you said it died out, right? Well, well, they didn't keep up with it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, all I'm, we did was drink wine yes, and laugh. Or real quick, I'm sorry, but have you guys seen the meme where it was like, it was like, um, Melissa, we know your she shed was a crystal meth lab. Stop pretending. That's pretty much what this was. <laughs> this was it was so horrible. Like, like I think I think Joanna well, would be a great addition to that she shed chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it. Or, well, wait, I would fucking listen to chronicles. just chronicles. wine talk and laughing. That sounds chronicles. hilarious. Chronicles. 
She said chronic with Joanna Sweat. See if you can figure out the story about the justice juice. Oh yeah, justice juice. That started the whole thing. What is justice juice? We gotta listen. Yeah, you have to listen to it, but he stole wine and then we drank it. Send me the link. <laughs> oh, you don't want to. It was a mess. It just was a mess. I'll share the link. <laughs> if it's a mess, it sounds even more entertaining. Oh my God, no. It was just, it just so, drunk. <laughs> another one of our, um, I know, we'll, we'll send you that link. She Share Chronicles. You guys check it out. You can look for it on Please Twitter. do. Um, well, didn't you tell me that don't even bother with that because it was like really boring and it had nothing to do with you? So- <laughs> For you, I told you that, but uh, well, so that has nothing to do with she sheds. So oh we talked about, you know, Albert's uh, Bigfoot episode. We talked about the 1950s, Pete, and your, uh, you know, Randy Craft episode with the, uh, you know, the, the, the sock butthole killer, sock butthole scorecard killer, and then Conrique. He was on two episodes of Disarmable Mention, and both of those, uh, a lot of the murder of Private Jerry, who he happened to know. And he knew the committed the murder. He also knew Robert Bales, who I mean, I, I know Crystal, she's arguably this is like her worst. And it happens to be like a guy that Kariki knew. Like it sucks because Kariki knew this guy. I grew up with him at the private. They grew up together in the military, and then turns out this guy pretty much murders a small village of about what 15 people from kids to old. Yeah. I mean, in and was it Afghanistan where he did it? Yeah, Afghan, yeah. Yeah, and so I mean Robert Bales. If you guys haven't heard that episode He's of Robert Bales, person. he did some bad. Stuff. He did some bad stuff, and uh, you know, you and then Private Jerry. Uh, where was that at Fort what? Fort Lewis. Fort Lewis. They were Port, just mained poor little Jerry. Poor little private that got kicked out of the military. Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, got sucked. Uh, you know what? He was a turd. I didn't really care for that guy, anyways. You know what, Enrique? Here's what my problem. When we were talking about. Jerry, he was a little fucked up private or something, and you you were like, he's a bastard. This other guy killed 15 people, and you're like, he just snapped. Well, you know why I say that? Because I feel like the the military failed him and how many deployments do you have to go on before you get freaking, before you lose it and somebody says, okay, guess what? You're good to go. Keep going, guy. Well, I mean, like, my, my own, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you go ahead. Me and Conrique will go on forever. Well, like, um, as someone who's a drill sergeant for two years, we did often play the game. And if you read my comic, you've definitely seen this comic. Um, sort of who, which of our soldiers is going to be a serial killer? Yes, I saw that <laughs> one. Yes, yeah. Thank you very much. I remember that. Um, because the thing is, we had you, one you, in you, my platoon. Oh, we my goodness. Kids. Her name was um, Rosenberg, and she was a serial ditty bopper. We knew she was going to murder people. Wait, are you serious? Well, yeah, and then on the, well, I don't know if she murdered people, it's just a speculation, oh. but then on the crucible, like, she had pillows in her fucking backpack instead of gear. Oh, my God, she's worse than a serial killer. She's someone who puts pillows in her rucksack. <laughs> yeah, she was really weird. Um, No, but the thing is, like, we've had so many people that I'm just, we're just kind of like, um, I'm pretty sure this person, I, I say this as someone who, like, at the Drill Sergeant Academy, all my, my Drill Sergeant leaders were like, Oh, this Barlow kid, he's definitely going to, you know, shoot us all up as soon as we give him live rounds. Like, like, I, I feel bad if I cut you off in traffic. I'm not a serial killer. Yeah, I remember when we talked about it, you were like, yeah. But you're kind of quiet, reserved, so you're different. And so that's what makes you a serial killer. By the way, I'm only <laughs> quiet when I'm sober. So I'm, I'm not quiet okay, right no. now. You need to not be sober. So Exactly. Uh, 
So, Conrique, you happen to know a lot of freaking murderers, killers, people and just involved in bad shit. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Don't forget, don't forget the Border Patrol guy, one of my own privates. Oh, he's got another show. He's gonna he's gonna go on record for like having the most episodes of Dishonorable Mention, the people that he knew that were murderers. This guy, the, the next go, okay, maybe I'll talk a little bit about it. <laughs> um, for season three. Wait, what happened? Is there an elf? There's an elf on a shelf. Oh, that's shelf watching us and judging us. Oh, and it's like a Puerto Rican elf on a shelf. That moonshine got to her. I'll have to share that video with people. But anyways, going back to Conrique. So um, this this future one, apparently this was a Border Patrol guy who happened to be a veteran, became a Border Patrol agent. His brother was also Border Patrol agent. Right. And then No, no, they're just part of the cartel working together. And so they're working together to bring drugs over uh, uh, across the border with the cartels, uh, apparently. And so some 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 bad dudes that once again, Enrique is involved with. So I don't know. Where are you from? He's from California. Okay. Well, well, Originally he's- California, but I, I, I denounced that state. Hey, Do you know I'm who else is from California? Now. The Zodiac Killer, probably. Yes. Oh, the yeah. Golden State Killer. Yeah. A lot of serial killers. Yeah. Isn't Jeffrey Dahmer? No, 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 no. No, uh, no, no. Jeffrey Dahmer, okay, as an Ohioan um, originally, right. Right. I would like to take name. credit that, that, all right, two really famous people came from one small town in Ohio outside of Akron, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and um, Dave LeBron Chappelle. James. No, uh, oh. no, no, Dave Chappelle's from Yellow Springs. Oh, okay. Um, which is uh, closer to like uh, Columbus. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the fact that. Uh, Two of the most notorious Americans. Well, I mean, LeBron's not notorious, but you know what I mean. It's insane that just the dichotomy between like, all right, if you're from Akron, you can either become one of the most successful basketball players of all time or one of the most famous serial killers of all time. You, you know, know, it's I like discovered something like that. Um, you know, Kyle Kyle Murray, our new quarterback for the Cardinals, he went to school and graduated the same year as the kid that shot up the El Paso Walmart. Oh yeah, the, the and, oh geez. And so imagine wow. you're graduating together. One becomes like fucking Cardinal. The number one round draft pick. Yeah, and Heisman, and the other one shoots up a Walmart. At, at El Paso. Yeah. And they're both rich kids, you know? Like they both came from big, huge houses. And- what about you? Um, you know any killers? Any mo- I do. Shelly does or Joanna? <laughs> Joanna. I know a couple of killers that I grew up with. Like serial killers? Not serial killers. Uh, murderers. Just murderers. Veteran type? No. Oh, just regular random. Just she just grew up in the street. She's just talking about the streets. Joanna's just showing off. Street <laughs> cred. <laughs> She's like, I know some killers. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I have a serial killer connection. Family. So he, he he's he's a good guy for real, but he's in San Quentin. Oh well, cheers. Um, that guy. Well, um, I remember I was doing a research paper because I'm a dark person on on Ed Gein, and I, I found out through the research I did that um, Ed Gein, uh, one of his victims was my mom's kindergarten teacher's daughter. Oh my! Oh, I do remember. You. I know. Yes, I remember. Yeah, that. it's like the little connections in the Midwest. Again. The Night Stalker um, stole a car in front of my mother-in-law's house in L.A. way Richard, back when, Richard when he was on a rampage. I remember that episode of uh, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of October, we were possessed, me and Crystal. They, they lived in one of those duplexes. Yeah, go back and listen to all of October's episodes, and uh, you'll you'll find out more about from Apostle, by the way, too. Same hometown as me. So, And it's weird that him and um, who was the other one? The female one? Uh, uh, Eileen Warnos. Yes, Eileen Warnos. You they were, were so sick. They were both. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> knows sick. every serial killer. They were both. Video. No, because I love your show. They oh, were. They no. were both You're born sick. on the same day. <laughs> I'm a little sick. And it happens to be Crystal's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Ramirez, Eileen Warnos, and and we picked those two characters without knowing without that. knowing that. And my birthday is the is leap year. It's leap year, so, so it's, it's even rarer. Like, yeah. It's a super, that is creepy. Like ten years apart, but your murderers. Yes. So it's a thing. No, no Coincidence. Serial killer in this group. Don't piss her off, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's in you. So you just haven't awakened I, it yet. I'm just trying to figure out what is going to be my victim. You know how like they all have like a me a type. This fucking guy. Yeah, like what's your type? Uh, the next. Let's come up with our types if we were be to become killers. <laughs> what? That's I've never honestly thought of that question. Like, who would be my target audience if I were a serial killer? Oh. oh well, my son is just telling me that female serial killers tend to attack their loved ones. So luckily, so. she doesn't. Aww. Yeah. Mario, I, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. Well, I'm working. I'm working on who, her. Not I'm not loving moving me. that body. Yes. <laughs> I like the, the woman who keeps becoming a widower, a widow. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm trying to work on my hard to kill body, but right now I'm hard to put in the trunk body. Yeah, I was like, exactly. You know what? It's like um, the heavier you are, the harder you are to kidnap. You know, yeah, nobody, exactly. nobody wants to, nobody wants to put me in the back. For of some the reason, body. I'm always a tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking Albert's fucking mustache. I, I swear. You know what? Um, here's the thing. I would never become a serial killer because I know a few people would say I, I called it, Knew it. and I don't want to give them that satisfaction. Oh, that's well, it's funny. Cause I was watching one of those documentaries and like at the end, it was like a psychologist and it was like naming all like the factors or, uh, what do you call it? Like attributes of serial killers. And I was like, wow, I think I hit too many of those. <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm already like a very introverted white man, which is like most serial killers. Yeah. Got it. Pretty much. You got the COVID. And you got the COVID. So got the do COVID. you wear? No, no, no. I, I tested negative yesterday. I don't have COVID. Jacket on occasion. You got the serial COVID. All right. So real quick, what is to wrap this show up? Let's start with Bernie. Bernie, what is your favorite part? To be positive, we talked about all the bad shit of 2020, all the people that died. We almost got freaking uh, Pete over here on Suicide Watch from finding out all the people that died. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, take your shoelaces. Here's your, here's your vest. <laughs> but Bernie, what was your favorite part of 2020? Out of What did you get out of this, all this crap? What was your favorite part? I guess 2020 for me was going to be, I spent a lot more time with the kids, with my kids. And I ended up became, I became a teacher pretty much. You became TikTok famous, by the yeah. way. That, that too. That too. Yeah. Go check out Bernie Karike on TikTok and his family. His videos with his kids are the fucking best. Yes. If you don't have TikTok, it's worth getting it and giving China your, all your information uh, when you sign up with TikTok just for uh, Karike. <laughs> 
I, by the way, Karike, I have one of my videos, one of my family videos hit 1.7 million views just to throw that out. Nice. Nice. I think my best one's going to be like 5.5 million or something. Oh, like okay. That. Well, I think I had one that had 8 billion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they turned into 14 year old girls. Yeah. My TikTok has more numbers. But anyway. um, do I need to point out how many times my comic got shared the U.S. Army with the fuck moments? Oh, oh yeah, take a drink, take a drink. So with that, is that is that your favorite part of 2020? Pete? Oh no, 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 no. That was my favorite part of like 2019 when that first happened. Oh, sorry, what? Um, 2020. No, you know what? Um, I'm gonna uh bounce off something that Conrique said. Um, so I haven't left Southern Arizona this entire fucking year. Oh, drink. Um. But um, I, I've got family up in Tucson, and um, I, by force, had to spend more time with them, and I got to get to know them better, and it was great getting connected with, like, my cousins, and um, one of my cousins just has two kids, so I got to, like, you know, babysit some, so that was cool. So my favorite part of 2020, same with Conrique, I got to know my family better. Cool. Cheers. Albert, you're next. What's up, buddy? Bro, so, like... In June, I broke my hand, Ooh. and I had to stay home from work, you know, because I'm in construction and stuff. They don't let you work unless you're 100%. There's no such thing as light duty. So with COVID and everything, kids being home from school, my wife was home from school or home from work for a while. Man, it, like just like everybody said, the positive, I got to spend a lot more time this year with kids and with the wife and just grow more closer to them and see you know how they are and how they're growing up and watch them just mature you know over the last shoot like six months i just barely went back to work uh november 15th from the broken hand so i was off from june 22nd to november 15th just home every single day i mean except for the the days where i was out trying to find bigfoot and all but yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a lot of a lot of a lot of good time spent here uh at the house and you know, if it wasn't for the broken hand and for COVID sending the kids home from school and, you know, I wouldn't been able to, to experience all of that at the same time, you know? Awesome. Well, cheers to you, brother, and your family. Yay. Cheers. Mm. I know um, uh, Adam had to bounce, so I'll just speak for him. Hi, I'm, I'm Adam, and I'm glad that I was a Marine in 2020. Hoorah. And I like my cat. <laughs> Is Adam back in the chat? That sounded just like him. Yeah, that was him. That was him. Uh, Shell Bell, what was back, your favorite part of 2020? Man, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I did get to spend like a lot of time with my daughter. And, um, you know, she's my number one. I I recently went back to work uh, in 2019. And so getting to spend that time with her again was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Joanna? Well, um, my kids are grown now, so it was nice that they couldn't come over. (laughs) Empty nester. Um, No, but um, the positive for me during this time was it allowed me to, um, like, focus on myself a lot more because um, prior to COVID, my, my hustle with work was, like, nonstop, but even though I worked a lot still from home and and did some other things, it was, I don't know, it just was easier to balance because I couldn't go anywhere. (laughs) 
Um, and but then it gave me more time to to do things that I had been putting off, like in the real world because of time. And and those things are have really flourished. And I get to be a magazine writer now. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Cheers. Jesus. Freedom Sisters magazine. Subscribe. Tell all your friends. Crystal. Um, I think. Oh. Sorry, I'm always getting in trouble with this microphone. Um, I think mine was my job changed a little bit and I got to be in more direct service. So I've really enjoyed um, just, there was a lot of people that needed help and I was given a lot of opportunity to help them. And um, I just am so thankful and I'm so thankful for like my work team and my family team that you it, it was really nice to find out you're in a good spot like I always thought I was in a good spot our family is really tight our family is strong um and I felt like 2020 hit and every and there was a lot of people that that fell apart there was a lot of people that their world was shook and we're just like I I mean I can't tell you how many times I had to tell the kids it's like you know what? Just, just you know, going. people are having a hard time. So let's, let's, we don't need to advertise that we're good. You know, like we just need to like understand that not everyone is good. So yeah. I am so thankful that that's a good problem to have and that we were just in a lot of positions to help other people. And so when I look back on 2020, it's just like, I know a lot of bad things happen. So I don't ever want to take away from that. But we had a, a just, it just was just every day a reminder that we have a very strong family, a very strong foundation. We're lucky. And we're sure. lucky. So, right. uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I just want to say on behalf of all of us, here's one thing that we all can share as long as we survive this year. Um, you know, we got a couple weeks left. Um, we get to brag about this when we're really old. Yeah. It's just like, you think you have it tough? I survived COVID-19. Like, I think it's like um, my grandparents uh, survived um, the Great Depression, World War II. And I was always oh, kind of like, oh. like, I was like, oh, those badasses, they survived World War II plus the Great Depression and all that stuff. I'm like, I survived so many pandemics and the you know, great recessions and 9-11. You kids have no idea how easy you have it. I can't wait to be that old man. We were in a 20-year war. Uh, we um and counting yeah and counting so piggybacking off of crystal yeah we were very lucky um you know as far as our family goes like i said you know uh i'm an operations manager for a cleaning company you know it's like who benefits from that like we benefited so much unfortunately from covid right who does the disinfecting i mean that, that you know i was very lucky that I was in that industry. And for me, um, you know, I didn't get to spend the same amount of time with, with the family because, you know, I actually got more work because of that. And so, you know, while that sucks because there's a, we have a lot going on in our family, uh, we were just lucky, right? So even though when I was putting in all those hours and I felt shitty and bad for myself, I was like, at least I have a job. And so I was thankful. So I guess one of the best things that happened to me too is that I, I became grateful 
for a lot of things that in the past I would have just taken for granted. Um, so being more grateful for my family, you know, the fact that, you know, I mean, in other countries there, they want to work. And here I am going, I work too much. And I'm like, can we just be grateful for, for the fact that I have a job and, and I can support my family? And so, and still continue with this podcast. And that yeah. was my other piece too, is that no matter what happened, I wanted this podcast to continue. And I had this whole setup. Um, I have sponsors for the show and I'll let people know, right? I, when this all happened, I had it all planned out. We had a payment plan. We had everything set up for these sponsors and everybody was on board. And when it happened, I was like, I can't charge because my sponsors are not huge uh, companies. They're local businesses. I couldn't charge them. I couldn't charge them. Right. And so I did a, a, a pro bono thing. We're like, I'll sponsor you guys, you know, or you, you sponsor me. I'll mention your names. And for that reason, you know, I got more friends. I got closer to these folks. And, and, and so, you know, I, I, I couldn't do it because these small businesses couldn't afford to do that. This was the worst time for me to, to ask for money from these small businesses, for right? Restaurants and, and yeah. And so bakeries. I ended up doing it uh, for, for free. And, you know, but because of that, there, you know, in the future, hopefully people understand that, that I had their back and maybe they'll have my back. And so obviously there's something to gain from that, but at the end of the day, like COVID, you know, or 2020 just kind of put a big old freaking damper on everything, but we came out of it alive and we survived and, you know, we, 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 learned a lot of freaking lessons um yeah. so hopefully 2021 is a way fucking better year so well i'll say this I think on the behalf best of thing is the fact that like um we know now that we don't have to go commute to go to work to yeah. function as a society and that we can get back to family yes and that's what i'm kind of most excited about is like what is going to be the framework of the shift because we're not going to go back to how it was we there's can't certain, yeah there's certain people that they're the companies are figuring out that they're making or saving more money by oh yeah my, my daughter's a software engineer at usaa and they sold oh, off their second building the that they one. built right yeah. Now then, then, but then it also, I think it, it creates uh, that awareness of people like, you know, myself that have to be in, in, in on location people like Albert, right. Who works fucking tremendous. I mean, I, I can't take anything away from Albert, you know, uh, working for the railroad companies and construction, everything else. I mean, you have to be there and you got to say these essential workers before it changed mm -hmm. from what we, we imagined were heroes to the essential workers are the people that keep this country going, right? That 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 create our, our roads, that their safety, you know, our healthcare workers. And so it it opened up all these kind of what happened after 9-11, um, just a lot slower. Obviously, it's taking all this time, but I think people have gained an appreciation of what a real uh essential worker is. So yeah, and people can organize now, like they understand that they have power too in their communities and voices based on, you know, the um, ability to really engage now. And that's exciting too, because I, I feel like a lot of time, you know, Americans have just been walking around like zombies. And now it's like, you've got to be conscious. You do. Yeah. So listen, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I know we're hitting a two, two hour mark past it. Uh, so I really appreciate your time, uh, your friendship throughout 2020. You will do this again in 2021. Uh, before we go, you guys, I sent you a text. I want 
to well actually let me let me let me call out everybody and thank everyone first and then we'll we'll get into this so for uh albert i love your mustache badoy uh bernie you're a fucking dumb infantry conrique uh sure <laughs> shelly the pilot cisneros uh adam shorty chavez uh who's we got we got pete gi low bar low and joanna uh, hot mama sweat, uh, <laughs> crystal. Uh, I love my rose colored glasses. Reedy, I'm outside the wire. Guire, uh, we have a little surprise for you guys. So if you guys don't mind, take out your phones, your text that I sent you or Facebook message, whatever it is. We are, since this is our new year's episode, we're going to sing these motherfuckers oh. out. Um, oh, I'm sorry in advance. Huh? <laughs> And we're only going to sing the first, the first verse, right? No one knows it. Of all, <laughs> I, I thought we were just all yelling Jumanji. It's good. I, I, I like that end of 2020. Yeah, 2020 was Jumanji. That's exactly what. I happened. wish Jumanji was fun. I know. <laughs> well, I wish I was The Rock. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Is everybody ready? Um, ish. Kind of. You guys know it, right? Is Oh yeah. So are we gonna do a three, two, one sort of the deal? Yeah, everybody good? Give me a thumbs up. You're good. You're good? You're good. Let's do it. Good. I'll do oh shit. Sorry, three, my computer just three, went on the fritz. Two, one. All right. So hold on, hold on. It's on three, two, one. All right. Not on I one, but after one. Computer monitor went entirely <laughs> black. All right. Three. We can see you. Two, one. Should all acquaintance be forgot? And Happy New Year. Thank you guys for listening. Um, 2020 was a shitty year, but you made it a little less shitty by being with us. Yeah, and don't forget, we still have five more episodes to finish season two. They're going to be five amazing episodes just to finish strong, so don't forget about that. We're not done yet. Just the end of the year, but we still got five more episodes for season two. Season three is going to be amazing. Um, couldn't have done it without you guys. You're right, Crystal. It was a shitty year, but you guys were amazing. Um, this season was amazing. Yes, met it was. a bunch of new people and some old people, uh, just like you heard on today's episode. Uh, couldn't done it without their support, too. So thank you guys for coming on this awesome. episode and for being on past episodes and to the future. Uh, love you guys, and I appreciate our sponsors. Don't forget to check them out right after this and go give them a shout out on their social media pages. Goodbye. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. 
who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsenceMindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot... Uh, <clears throat> no, nope, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What nope. are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company. Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, birdie, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, because they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit catinosauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. Buy the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever. Pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweet's Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweet's Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page. Um, where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-themed donuts. Yum. What else do they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on 5th Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donuts stop believing.